Welcome to the Life Church of Kansas City podcast. Please consider following, sharing, and supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com. May you be blessed by the Word of God. Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. What an incredible message we just heard. Praise God from our wonderful brother Herring. Incredible word from the Lord. God has done incredible things already this morning. And I was absolutely okay with us just saying amen and going to lunch. Because I'm telling you, God moved in a powerful way this morning. And we had a home run hitter that led off this morning. Praise God. And I just thank God for the Herring family. I thank God for how he's using them in the new venue and the new ministry at Revival Tabernacle and what is happening in that. It's just incredible to hear. And what a, what a great crowd we have this morning. I've been so privileged to minister in the day session on Saturday for a number of years. And this is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And what God is doing at Passing the Mantle is getting bigger and bigger. Let's thank our bishop for this conference. Let's thank our first lady. Amen. My heroes, they're awesome. They're famous. They have a royal anointing. God is using them to move this ministry forward, not just what's happening in Kansas City, but the entire United Pentecostal Church. You believe that? And I want to thank you, Bishop and First Lady, for your influence. This past uh, general conference was uh, historic. And what we witnessed and what we felt was life-changing and what happened with that Friday night service was a risk in many ways going into the five-fold ministry and how it was presented and what took place and it proved to be a turning event for the United Pentecostal Church we're headed somewhere God is doing incredible things but you know who was behind the scenes making sure all that happened Bishop Gleason right there was behind the scenes making sure Amen. And it is incredible what God is doing. And I thank God that we're able to be right in the middle of it. And I'm so glad to be traveling with uh, my family. Of course, uh, Bethany Wilson, the lovely Bethany is with me. Amen. And my youngest, Michaela, is with me today. And I'm so thankful that they are here and all of the ministry, uh, Brother Herring and Brother Justin Gleason, our pastor, and all those, Brother Hatterball, and all that I see, see Brother Wolf, and all the other ministers and pastors here. We're so honored to see you. And I don't know um, what we want to do this morning after what we've just felt, but I'm just going to be obedient. And I feel like uh, I'm normally the, the lead hitter, but I feel like maybe God is wanting to set us up for something big. Because revival is getting ready to break out all over the world. How many believe that? Revival's getting ready to break out all over. Revival's getting ready to break out all over. Somebody touch your neighbor and say, revival is getting ready to break out all over the world. And we have a front row seat. And we're not just going to be sitting. We're going to be involved in everything that God is doing. And what I want to talk about, it's, it's becoming uh, very clear. The power of the apostolic church. And it's becoming very clear, not just to us. We've always known it. But it's becoming very clear around the world who the church of the living God is. It's becoming very evident. And what Brother Herring did by setting a foundation today on the love and power and an absolute authority of God is going to help me in what I want to go into. I want to have a bit of a commissioning and understanding this morning as we close out. Uh, 
And I want to show you something. I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to take us a little deeper than I normally do. And I know it's passing the mantle. We have the next generation. But I've heard, and I just came in last night, but I've heard we have already been going very deep in the spirit this year. And so I felt a little comfortable with what I want to talk about. Amen. And then after the tongue of interpretation last night, when God said through that tongue of interpretation and he talked about dominion. I could not get away from that theme the minute Bishop began to talk with me about this meeting this year. And I said, well, that can't be the Lord. That's so deep what, I'm, what I need to go into. But now I can see that maybe God is challenging us. So I want to show you something in the book of Psalms, chapter 8 and verse number 4. I'm just going to read two verses and we'll go into this. The Bible says, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visiteth him. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou hast, thou hast made us him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. I want to reveal to you this morning the mystery of dominion. So I've changed my title a little bit, but the mystery of dominion. And I believe we're going to try and establish the hand of the apostolic church for when this next generation is ready, you'll know absolutely who you are and what God has given you. Put your Bibles down, cell phones, everybody online, help us lift your hands up to an almighty God. I want us to ask the angels of the Lord to file into this place because we're getting ready to have a commissioning. We're getting ready to have a spiritual anointing fall upon us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, get our minds ready for this revelation. Get our hearts ready for what you're going to do. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help us today. Lord, help us today in the name of Jesus. Somebody just begin to worship him because God's getting ready to give you authority and power like never before. Hallelujah. God's getting ready to give you authority and power like never before. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. Dominion. Let's have a talk about dominion. There's this raging debate about what they call climate change. The world is heating up. The atmosphere is gone haywire. Uh, there's devastating floods and wildly destructive storms and crippling droughts and there's famine and and earthquakes all over the place and there's weather extremes and everything is dying and and all this stuff they're telling us that's going on amen things are happening that we have never witnessed before in recent memory and they didn't really need a scientist to come to the conclusion of climate change all they had to do was read Matthew 24 amen Bible tells us all of these things are going to take place. And if they would have just read Matthew 24, they would have realized that the answer is not going to be a battery powered car. That's not going to fix what's happening in our world. The only thing that's going to fix what's going on in our world is an old fashioned repentance and seeking the face of God. Because I read where it said, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then shall I hear from heaven. All we need is revival. Somebody say revival. Now stay with me because remember what I said, we're getting ready to go deep. These things are happening right now. And all we need is revival. It's not going to work just getting rid of gasoline. There's something deeper going on. 
there's something happening that has been foretold by Jesus Christ himself. Only thing that will answer what's happening in this world is an apostolic revival. How many believe apostolic revival? We're getting ready to take our cities. We're getting ready to take our states and districts. We're getting ready to take countries and nations. Do you believe that? It's getting ready to happen. And these things are happening. These things are taking place. What if all that we are experiencing in the devastation and chaos in our world is a breach of contract? The Bible tells us in Leviticus 18 and verse number 26, it says, Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments and shall not commit any of these abominations. Neither any of your own nation nor any stranger that sojourneth among you for all these abominations have the men of the land done. Have the men of the land done. What is he talking about? And the land, the land is defiled. The men did something and the land wasn't happy. That the land, land, spew not you out also when ye defile it as it spewed out the nations that were before you. How, did I read that right? How does our actions affect the land? Soil has power to spew us out. Dirt is involved in the discussion. Have we had a discussion about dirt? Did you know you can offend the dirt and the trees? And I didn't know this. What is God talking about? That the land got involved in the judgment of the situation. I was in New York just recently this year preparing for a prophecy conference. Pastor Mike and Tina Thomas are uh, just incredible, doing a fantastic job with that conference. They wanna, they're the next generation. They want to tackle their community, and they want revival in the New York proper, the, big, the greater New York area. And I was there, and they said, well, we want you to come in early. We want to do a spiritual warfare prayer night. I said, we're going to fight spiritual warfare in New York, about New York and all that East Coast. Now, let me tell you. And they said, we want to do a prayer night. We, we, they said, we're young people. I'm looking at the young people, bitch, going, well, you, where do you, want, you want to, who you going after? We're going after everybody. I said, okay. And you're going to come. I said, oh. we are tearing down every demonic stronghold in New York area. Young people. So I'm there and I'm preparing and I'm feeling the elements. Lord, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> give me a message for them. And God, this year, God spoke to me and said, it's time that I teach you something. I want you to understand the deep requirements for revival. It is time. And I'm a believer that there are things being revealed now because it's time that has never been revealed before. I believe that there are things that are sealed up and locked up from the days of Daniel that he seal it up. They're becoming unlocked now. Why? Because it, I feel the Holy Ghost. I, I feel the Holy Ghost. It is time. So God said to me, he said, I'm getting ready. Pull out your pen and your tablet. We're getting ready to go on a journey. And I sat there and I listened to the Lord. And the Lord said, to unseat what they seek, tell them 
Tell those young people, it will take dominion. I said, well, I'll just tell them about power. He said, no, no, no. Not power. Power is important. But where they want to go, you need more than power. You need dominion. We need to have a discussion this morning, young people, about dominion. Because if your generation is getting ready to go into the exploits that we have read about and we have heard about and we have dreamed about. If you're getting ready to tackle this territory, it's time that you understand the power that God has given you is greater than any power. So I'm looking at this and the Lord said, even when you talk about what they want to talk about, they can't just go in there guns a-blazing. Bless God. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Devil's just shooting. This is deeper than that. Because you can't kill a spirit. So you shoot him, he might come back. We have to create an atmosphere where he can't come back. So. The Lord said, even the soil is involved. In the revival of unseating principalities and powers. Go on a journey and understand the history of the soil. So I started looking into some things and with the information and the access I have. I got even deeper information about this New York. It is rooted in the historical place called York. New York is a duplication of old York. It was an agenda that dated back to the Roman Empire of global control. So if you want to tackle New York, you got to understand the devils that are rooted in there from history. And the next level of the church is not just to cast things out. The next level of the church is to unseat and then replace it. We're not just going to take cities, we're going to own cities. See, you understand, you understand how this works when we start diving deeper into scripture, that, that Jesus was talking about bigger things than what we are talking about. Did everybody understand what I just said? Jesus was talking about bigger things than what we are currently talking about. It is time to talk on the level that Christ talked on. Jesus said the next level for the church is not just power. There's something greater. It's dominion. For example, in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, they, the King James boys butchered it. <laughs> in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, it says, behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and upon scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Well, We've got power that you can't see. No, no. That is not what Jesus was talking about. He wasn't talking about power for power. He wasn't talking about pound for pound attack. He was talking about something even greater because when you go to the Greek, Jesus literally said, behold, I give you exousia over all the dunamis of the enemy. He was literally saying, I give you exousia. Why did they say power for power when they should have said, I give you authority over the devil's power? Jesus was literally saying, I give you the power to tell him what to do. And he's got to do it. You're not just going to fight him. You're going to command. Oh, I hear them. You're going to command him. Somebody say power over the power. Now, we are moving to a level in history where we are now moving young people from power to control. I want to build your confidence up like never before. I don't want you walking into a spiritual war next time, rolling up your sleeves going, okay, devil. I want you to walk in there like a manager. 
I'm fixing to shout, okay? Because are y'all with me yet or do I need to go deeper? I want you to walk in there like you are here to regulate. That you have authority. I want you to walk in there like you own this place. Are y'all getting it? Are y'all with me? Y'all, y'all, I still see some blank stairs going. When I was 15 years old, that was so long ago, I don't even know if they had, they, I think we were running around on those cars that Fred Flintstone was riding. I was 15 years old, man, I was cute. I had a lot of hair. I mean, I was, I had it going on and I, I, I did, I was a four sport letterman. So, so, um, I, I, we had to do it in the wintertime. We had, uh, we was on the, uh, the power team deadlifting all and all of that. They, uh, so I'm, I'm lifting weights. I could deadlift 420 at 15. <laughs> Listen, don't even show me 420. Hope I don't, you know kill myself today I mean power and we get into football we run into each other Arr! run into that wall yeah we're going all the way I mean we were powerful until I met the lovely the sweet the thrifty petite Bethany Wilson I mean, I'm powerful. I meet Bethany. She says, Ooh. I'm like, how are you? Fine. I think I know she walks up. Oh, do you wear that to school? We got to change all of that. Off all, we gotta get all, you know, no, take get throw that away. We go shopping. I don't shop. <laughs> I mean, here I come with an outfit. I didn't know what an outfit was. What could make it possible? For the little, sweet, and lovely, petite Bethany to control the powerful Art Wilson. (laughs) Because there's an element to this that it doesn't really matter how powerful you are. It matters how much control you have. (laughs) Do you know what a minion is? A minion is somebody with great power that a little fella tells what to do. The little fella can't do anything, but he, you, tackle it. Yes, sir. How is it that the one that is the most powerful is subject to the one that has the most control? Because there are deeper things at work than we think. What if the devil knows that even if he is all powerful, there is a level you have that is over any level he could have. So he can't fight you the way he wants to fight you. He's got to get you to think you're nothing because if you ever start realizing who you are, Can I tell you, you'll run through troops and leap over walls. One shall put a thousand to flight. All right, let me close. 19 times, I estimate, dominion is mentioned in the book of Daniel. Daniel's a very interesting book because in the book of Daniel, the discussions are otherworldly. 
Uh, if you're not careful, you'll get lost and wonder what sphere we're talking about in the book of Daniel. And it goes in and out of spirit and natural and spirit and natural. And over and over again, these words are thrown around dominion, 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 dominion. It's very strange that when you get into otherworldly levels, they are using elevated language. Because if we're going to go to the level we have to go to. We're going to have to start operating at the level we're supposed to operate in. And it is time for us to understand who we are. That we need to now go into the levels of dominion and power. And now we're going from not just having power, but having control. Not just having power but have control and, and even with dominion you can possess dominion and if you do not put dominion in action you will never dominate so we now must go from dominion to domination we must start dominating and controlling and moving forward as we know who we are this doesn't just happen now as the apostolic church We've got to understand this. Quickly, the world is realizing the difference. And as the world gets darker, the light will shine even brighter. Quickly, the world is realizing there's something we have. We've always had it. We might not know it all the time, but we've always had it. And we used to quote that dominion was available for everyone. But that's not true. You go to the book of Genesis chapter 1. We got to deal with this and then we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll go ahead and close. But you got to go to the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and let us understand how this happened. And, and let us get this correctly. The Bible tells us, and God said, let us make man in our image. Uh, after our likeness and let them have dominion. Everybody say dominion. dominion. This is very important. Don't miss this. He said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the fowl of the air over the cattle uh and all the earth and over all the earth literally god gave man complete control and you the only thing you needed to be was born a man or a human born a woman because he said them the only thing you need to be was a human and you had control over everything you could walk up to anything. You could talk to anything. You could command anything and it would take place. And God said, verse 27, so God created man in his own image and the image of God created him. He, him, male and female created he, them. God blessed them and God said to them again, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it and have dominion. Everybody say dominion over the fish of the sea and the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. But then when we go further into scripture, something happens. The Bible tells us that there is a time when God is not pleased with man. We get to the day of Noah and God says, I, my spirit shall not always strive with man. He says, so I am going to bring a flood upon all the earth and we're going to start over. But what we got to understand is when they started over, they started over differently. Bible tells us in Genesis 9 and 1. And God blessed Noah. Here we go. God is starting over. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. We've heard it all. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and every fowl of the air and upon everything, all things that move upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hand are they delivered every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herb uh, have... I've given you all things. Wait a minute. Where's dominion? Where's dominion? Wait a minute. There has been a replacement of dominion for something else. God said, and he said this purposely. You got boom, boom, fear, boom, boom. He said, be fruitful, be multiplied, replenish the earth. But in verse two, he says, instead of dominion, he says, now there's fear. And the fear of you. See, dominion is in harmony with everything. 
The fear of you is in chaos of everything. He says, the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air and upon all that moveth upon the earth, upon the fishes of the sea. Into your hand are they delivered. No longer can you walk around as the ruler in control of this planet. Now everything is upset at you. Everything is afraid of you and nothing will respect you. That is the way it is now. So now you walk up to something, it'll growl at you. Before you could have went up and said, hi, Mr. Lion. Now that lion looks back and says, I remember how you destroyed this world. There's a dread. They regret that they have ever even known that there was a man. Something has drastically changed. So now man has been giving the power, but the power has been put into their hand and not their mouth. Now you will control things by your hand and murder was introduced in a very unusual way. And after the flood, you see mankind with no authority, no rulership and no power. And the devil is running wild. Through the Old Testament. How did you stop the devil in the Old Testament? Well, you couldn't, you didn't have dominion. So you couldn't say, leave. He'd have turned and laughed at you. Bible says in Exodus 22 and 18, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. You can't talk to a witch, you got to kill it. Your hands now is your power. Not your dominion. And everything shall be done by your hands. And then Jesus comes on the scene. Jesus comes on the scene speaking and talking and ordering. Jesus didn't come on the scene as God. He stripped himself of all reputation. He came on the scene as a man with dominion. They called him the second Adam. He came on the scene showing you how it should have been. And then he walks around and the Bible tells us in Philippians 2.10, it says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things in the earth and of things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus walked on the earth restoring dominion, but it was not in us. It's now in his name. You want to know how important the apostolic church is? We're the only people that know the name. We're the only people that understand the power of the name of Jesus. You want to know how blessed you are? You got the name. We're not in some Trinitarian doctrine of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. We know the name. What's his name? You may be seeing the Bible tells us in Mark 16 and 15, and he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel unto every creature. He that believeth and is, and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. You want to know how important the apostolic church is. We're the only group on earth that recognize dominion is now not in a person. It's now in the name. You know why we got to keep starting churches? You want to know why we got to keep preaching? You want to know why we got to keep taking territory? Because we are the only creature on earth that has dominion. Whatsoever you bind on earth, shall dominion now, dominion, dominion. Whatsoever you do in word or in deed, do it all in. Why? Dominion now is not in a person. It's in the name. It's in the name. Something is happening. Something big is taking place. I don't know where we're headed, but we're getting ready to see the supernatural manifest itself like never before.
And we have to step into our place. The opportunity is now. Bethany and I was at the United Nations a few weeks ago. And something happened that we've never seen before. And I was amazed at Brother Herring's message last night because he basically told everything that just happened at the United Nations. We were there at the United Nations a few weeks ago, and we had, uh, we had a wonderful prayer conference. We had Brother Cisco in the Detroit Metro District, and we all went through, and we had an incredible revival. And then we came through with our prayer team, our church prayer team. We was praying, and we just felt like we needed a breakthrough. And while we were there, uh, we got a phone call from one of the most important people on the planet. Now, that's all I can tell you about that. <laughs> when they called, they said, I need to see the reverend. And, and what my secretary said, well, uh, okay, he's actually here. So it's good news. He's in, he's in New York. He said, I need to see him. He needs to be private. We need to talk. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. And, I, and so I'm, I'm at, me, Bethany and I, we were on 2nd Street at the Thai food place. <laughs> I'm, I'm up to my ears in, the, what they call it, drunken noodles. You listen to me. You got to get to New York and get some drunken noodles. Anyway, <laughs> it's lunchtime, so you got to forgive me. <laughs> and I said, well, I can be there in a few minutes. We'll shoot down 2nd Street. We'll get over to, but we need to meet in my office. So we will go into my office. It's privacy there. Uh, and, and so we got around the corner. We headed that way, and we saw his excellency sitting waiting on us. I said, my goodness, what is happening? So he came up to me. He said, uh, I need to speak with you, pastor. I said, okay, you're excellent. Let's go up to the office. We went up to the office, and then uh, my team was there. I said, you know what, guys? Give us a minute. I started feeling something in the Holy Ghost. I said, give us a minute. Give us a second. Let me just talk to his excellency. And we sat down. His excellency was standing there. I said, your excellency? He said, you need to explain something to me. I said, I'll do my best. <laughs> he said, I visited your service many, many years ago. We've been in the UN. It'll be 10 years coming up this, this coming year. I said, okay. I said, yes, it was wonderful to have you. I'm so glad we're back together. He said, no, no, no. He said, uh, just recently, I have been getting visitations by shadows. I said, by what? <laughs> <laughs> he said, and I'm having dreams. He said, and things are attacking me. I said, and as our wonderful prophet, Brother Stone King says, that which I know said to me, I felt the Holy Ghost come upon me. The Holy Ghost said, now I'm getting ready to show you what I can do. Listen carefully. I said, I said listen, I'm just a spectator. Lord, do. <laughs> and the Lord said, tell him. Today, he will be delivered in seconds. I said, is that a promise? Because his excellency, <laughs> the Lord has trouble with me all the time. <laughs> so I said, and I listened to him and he went through this whole thing. And I said, your excellency, Jesus is God. And he is getting ready to deliver you in seconds. And he, <laughs> did I just, you understand what I'm telling you? He said, there's more. I said, there's more? <laughs> he said, I went back and found out our history is in Islam. And then I went overseas to personally meet with my family. And they told me, but the deepest roots is witchcraft. He said, there's something going on with me that's deeper than you know. I said, uh, yes. Um, let me get my team in. <laughs> and I begin to feel the demonic presence like I've never felt before. And I called the team. I said, come on in, everybody. I said, stand behind me. I said, we can ready to pray for his excellency. I said, your excellency? Jesus is getting ready to show you who he is. Yeah. Right now.
I feel the Holy Ghost coming into this place right now. You feel that? Something's coming in. I feel dominion. Now, it's all right. Stand with me. This thing's getting ready to get heavy. Now, can you feel that power? That is what is waiting on you when you step out on dominion. Can I tell you, I told him, and Bishop, in detail, this has never happened to me before, the Holy Ghost was giving me instructions, tell him to sit down. I said, now I want you to sit down. And the Lord said, tell him to bow his head. I said, and you bow your head to the Lord. He said, now tell him he's getting ready to be delivered in a matter of seconds. I said, and now you're getting ready to be set free in a matter of seconds. And I said, team, put your hands on his back. Don't get in front of him because it's just going to be me in front of him. And while he sat there, I said, now I'm getting ready to put my hands on both sides of your head and then just follow my instructions. Then the Lord told me, you are about to see legion. Bethany, you were there. You can pull her aside later and say, my God. (laughs) The Lord said, you're about to see legion. I said, yeah. I said, as long as I'm safe. (laughs) See anything? (laughs) And And he's bowed his head. My hand, and when I pulled my hands back, it was as if there was a super energy building. And when I grabbed the sides of his head, a sound I have never heard before at a volume with microphones I have never heard before came out of this high level leader. It was as loud, Bethany, it was as loud as you can get. And it was a wailing and a screeching. And we just begin to pray. And then I and then I begin to give him instructions. I say, let go, your excellency. Let go. And he just began to wail. And then all of a sudden he became very powerful. And we saw him look different. And he was extremely powerful, bent over. And he clammed his hands together like that. And he began to build himself up. And I said, in his ear, I said, in Jesus' name. Boom! And it just was gone. Now, he, he, now this is what Brother Herring was referring to last night. I was over there shaking my head. Amen. He bent over and out came a hose of foam all over the floor. The team was like, It was all over the floor. I had never seen anything. It was some kind of spiritual thing. And they began to wipe it up and try and move it out. I said, everybody watch out. And then he fell over like he was dead, Bishop. And God said, tell him to wake up. And I went over. I said, come back to us. Wake up. And he looked up and he said, what happened? (laughs) What happened? Thousands of devils ran out of that and went everywhere. Now, he oversees sovereign nations. And all of those powers had to turn him loose. Because what we have found out is that these leaders are being affected by spirits. But what God did that day was set a standard. That I am about to show dominion to dominions and power. He looked at me, he said, oh, and he fell over. He said, I'm in so much pain. I said, pain? You're delivered. He said, no, something's wrong. I said, stand up. And the Lord said, he is feeling the loss of many forces. Tell him to walk back and forth. I said, just walk back and forth. He's like, oh, and he was screaming. He said, it's getting better. I said, keep walking. He said, it's getting better. I said, keep walking. Then he said, he stopped. He said, it's, they're gone. I said, they're gone. He looked at me and he said, 
what do I do now? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's about time for you to get baptized in Jesus' name and get the Holy Ghost. We got in a taxi. We went up to Harlem to Brother Gratton, baptized him in Jesus' name. He came out of the water speaking in tongues. Somebody praised him like you never praised him before. Do you know how powerful you are? Do you know what we've got a hold of? Do you know what God's getting ready to do in this hour? Somebody shout dominion. Power. He came out of that water speaking in tongues. And the, 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 the people from the UN that has worked with him all these years are going, How is this possible? He is the most dignified, stately man we've ever seen. We just saw this and we can't believe it. I said, believe it. I said, because just because they don't show it don't mean it is influenced by demonic activity. I said, but Jesus is going to straighten it all out before we get out of here. So... So all of a sudden, I started getting phone calls from global leaders all over the country going, His Excellency said, call you. You got the answer to what I'm dealing with. I'm teaching Bible studies online, and they're coming to get baptized. And they all said, we have the same problem. Is God getting ready to unseat every devil? Are you ready to have revival? If you're ready to receive an anointing of dominion, I want you to come to this front. I want you to come to this front. We're talking about something greater than power. We're talking about something greater, something higher. We're talking about control. We're talking about Azusia. There's something greater than power. It's called exousia. I believe God's getting ready to anoint this next generation. And we're just setting a standard. You're getting ready to take us into a revival like we have never seen before. You now know the dominion that is available to you. It's already yours. I want you to lift your hands and get ready for anything. Be ready to have authority in your house. Authority, authority in your church. Authority in your community. Authority at your work job. Authority in your life. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Behold, I give you power. I give you authority. Nothing can hurt you. You're in control. If you've been fighting a spirit, I want you to command it to turn you loose. Tell that devil you have no right. You have no authority here. You do not have my permission. How dare you attack an heir of salvation? I rebuke the spirit of suicide. I rebuke the spirit of depression. I rebuke the spirit of insecurity. I've got work to do. I'm an heir of salvation. I'm an heir of salvation. We can ready to have revival. We can ready to have revival. My family's gonna be saved. My spouse is gonna be saved. My backsliders are coming back. I have dominion and power in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. I've got a work to do. 
got work to do. I want you to pray for your ministry. Pray for your callings. You've got work to do. This is not an anemic church. This is not a weak church. We have the name of Jesus. You need healing in your body, speak the name of Jesus. Speak it in authority. Take dominion over cancer. Take dominion over high blood pressure. Take dominion over diabetes. Take dominion over back pain. Take dominion over your organs. Take dominion over arthritis. Turn me loose. Start talking to it. Start telling it what to do. your city what to do. Talk to the soil. You have dominion. We can't build churches big enough for what getting ready to happen. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Let that authority come over you. Let that confidence come over you. Thank you for listening to this message. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at The Life Church KC. Reference the episode notes for more details.